Oh wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 279 of the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we're talking all about how Bungie is officially a part of PlayStation Studios. We're going to be talking how PlayStation's making a bid for esports, our stray impressions, and the Last of Us Part 1 gameplay leaks online. All that and more. But with all that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to do my my little my little thing <laughs> Your in the little video. Salute. Uh, I was I was counting. You said our uh, episode what? 279. 279. Two, we've done 279 of these. So, Asterix, episode 300, if I counted correctly, the yeah. weeks, it's going to be the week of Christmas. Is it really? I believe so. Oh, isn't that a Christmas miracle? Christmas in July and all such. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, happy fun times aside, I have a bone to pick with you, sir. Why? What I'm, I'm angry with you. How dare you? <laughs> what did I and do? I think, I, I think a lot of people in, in the Discord are angry with you, and a lot of people listening what? are angry with you. What? How dare you cut off me saying I love you at the end of last episode? You didn't say it. I 100% did. I went back and watched the video. You cut me off mid-sentence. <laughs> oh, did I really? <laughs> yeah, because I hmm. saw people in Discord. It was like, oh, it's not the same. I didn't hear get to hear Kyle say love you at the end. Oh. I was like, oh, that's weird. And then I go back on the video, and it ends with my mouth open, about to say something as I'm live, waving. No, I think you're about to say something else. It was. It, I, oh, I, know I that always for a fact. say love you. I well, always say love you. You know what? How dare you? How dare you with the sweet num nums thing? How dare you? Everybody's Get taking out. that listen, off. Listen, listen. It's a good time. You know what I'm uh, saying? I don't like it. You and your authoritative, authoritative, you know, yeah, stranglehold of this show, well, banning banger, trying to yes, introduce slanger. It's I, there. It's not. It's, it's introduced. Awful. People love it. People hate it. I walk know. into the room. I say slinger. People cheer. You know what? Listen, people who listen to this show, if you rank the three things that we yeah. are arguing about right now, bangers, slanger, and sweet, sweet num nums, slanger is clearly in a third place. I am really in a just, distant third place. I'm <laughs> uncomfortable how sweet num nums has taken off in this community. I don't like know. people I are leaving five star reviews, and thank you for that. But like just sneaking sweet num nums, whether it's in the title or in the dis- I love like, it. it's it's our thing. It just creeps me out. It's a phrase that should not be said. It should- I mean, <laughs> it has been said, and it will continue to be said. Uh, I don't think so. Listen, we're in the middle of a heat wave right now, and I want to just yeah, open the show. Yeah, it, it's, especially for our UK audience, y'all are going through it right now. But I want to I want to ask you a question in these hot times that we're in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your go to flavor of ice cream, if you had to choose between ooh, the two, ooh. because there's been a lot of food debates on Twitter so far. And I want to just nip this one in the butt. All right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Between vanilla or chocolate, what mm-hmm. ice cream are you going for? Can I cheat and say the swirl? No swirls. Uh, you can't. Be, no, you can't be centrist on this issue. OK, you have to pick vanilla. Oh, and not vanilla man. bean because vanilla bean is delicious. Yes, that's a different type of that's vanilla. That's a different type of vanilla. Straight up vanilla. Are we talking chocolate. hard ice cream or soft serve? Ooh, that's also also a very good question to that's clarify. A, yeah. Um Damn. That, 
I'm going to say, because when I think ice cream, I'm thinking hard ice cream. Okay, then the answer, the answer is chocolate. Okay, for soft serve, what are we doing? Soft serve, I would probably go vanilla. Kyle, you've earned yourself another week as a co-host of this show. You've answered that. <laughs> but like, if, if if it wasn't just, uh, you know, uh, black and white like that, yeah. I would get the soft serve swirl. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is America. You get to yeah, choose no, There is something about just vanilla ice cream, the hard vanilla ice cream, yeah. that isn't as good as the soft serve. And chocolate, it just tastes better, I feel like. I, I feel that way, too. Though I'll give respect to vanilla. 100%. Goes because I feel everything. like it's the, yeah, it's the most versatile. Yeah. You can mix and match up, put jimmies on yeah. it, sprinkles, if you will. Chip. What? Jimmy's. You putting condoms on ice cream? Whoa! <laughs> no, Jimmy's. That's what my my grandparents used to call sprinkles. Oh, I've never heard that term for sprinkles ever. When I go. think of Jimmy's, I think of condoms. <laughs> well, welcome to the 1950s, sir. <laughs> Jesus, listen, we got another question. All right, this comes from M9 Prime to open the show. He goes, "What is a game you adore?" But either not many people played or critically flopped. If a sequel to this game was made today, what would you change or add to get more people interested in it? That's a great question. Kyle, what is a beloved game? By me. By by you. It's it's yours. It could be as obscure as you want. It could be just uh-huh. something. I don't know. It could be like Fat Princess, you know? Sure, and, and it's a game that I've talked about before on here that I've tried to get as the one of the Road to Greatness games. Yeah. Um, it's Enslaved, um, Odyssey to the West or Journey to the West. I forgot what the subtitle yeah, was. I think it's Odyssey to the um, West, yeah. One of my favorite games that I played on a whim. I was like, oh, this game looks cool, and it was, like I think, pre-owned at GameStop one day. I was like, yeah, I'll pick it up and see what it is, and I just fell in love with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Voice acting was great. The story is cool. Um, one of the few, I think it was a Bandai Namco game. I think, I think so. I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, one of the few of those that like that clicked. I'm not like a huge fan of the Bandai Namco stuff. Sure, sure. Typically, at least around that that time frame. Um, and it's just like it's a world and it's a story that is just criminally underplayed yeah. and uh, it's based on i'm trying to I'm trying isn't to it also up. the voice actor is andy circus who plays it's andy circus right? yes yeah uh, also written by if this is the same Uh-oh. person that's wild well you look it up um, i'll tell you i'll tell you mine i got it, two. It written oh yeah written by alex garland by the way who's that who's ex that? machina writer oh, and director wow okay and wild i did not realize that was that was the case but it's based i'm trying to figure out it's based on a i think a poem okay or hmm. yeah. go ahead i'll figure it out all right I'll you'll figure, figure it out. out for me it has oh, to be novel i'm sorry <laughs> look at you <laughs> <laughs> to me it has to be first and foremost let's talk about the xbox one generation okay everybody goes rise son of rome was a great game it was under nay Let's Do stop they? that. I've seen people. I've seen people defend this. Stop it. Knock it off. But I will say this: two things, two two Xbox things. Okay, that need to be respected with, uh, or, or treated with respect and dignity. Uh huh. One is what I'll always cap for: 
Sunset Overdrive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put Sunset Overdrive back in. You don't need to do anything. Just put that on PlayStation where I will just plat the hell out of it. I love that game. Played it for the first time on PC or on Game Pass on PC during the pandemic. I I was just streaming. I I had a great time. Yeah, you know what? That's a, that's a Steam Deck game now that you mention it. Oh, yeah, it is. And then I want to just... We need to bring back Banjo and Kazooie. They I don't get, get love. Nuts and bolts. Get it out of here. Just just give it give it to Platonic. Let them, let them work with this title. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. And last but not leastly, and this is a this is a, an original Xbox game. I do not know. I also have an Xbox game. Okay. That I want to bring up. Brute Force. Ooh. Brute Force is the game that I chose over Mass Effect, the original. And I do not regret it. I can't remember that game, but all I remember is having a real fun time. So go make that game. Oh, all wow. right. Is that a lizard? Can you play as a lizard yeah, in this game? I, th- I think. Whoa, that's cool. <laughs> uh, another, I believe, original Xbox game. Uh, mm-hmm. Bring back Fusion Frenzy. Ooh. The local multiplayer mm-hmm. co-op stuff that is a lot of fun. I think it's similar to like American Gladiators, yeah. or that's the style they were going for. We need more party games like that. Yeah, Jet Set Radio. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. There's, there's a lot of good ones. There's so much, and it's gonna sound bad, but like there's so much shovelware, you know, like in the PS2, you know, Dreamcast, Xbox generations that like you can revisit and have a real fun time with. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, listen. That's all that out of the way. It's time for some housekeeping before we break into all the big news this week. And trust me, there is a lot of it. So I want to thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. It's like we say each and every week, the reason why we look so good, we sound so great, is because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. And you get some cool bonus shows each and every month just by being a patron like the road to greatness like the after show where we're going to be talking about maybe our end of the year you know game of the year awards show and you help us make it possible over at patreon.com slash ps trophy room i want to thank our newest patrons uh simon the pie man and chaotic monkey have upgraded to be gold members i want to thank our platinum producers todd burowitz and toxic i want to thank our gold members too soon gavin gaffrey jose jimenez jedi master Ren, metal kirby stephen flesh simon the pie man again chaotic monkey yet again and strubles and bits i want to thank our silver plus members awesome dave hide indoors Marcus O'Neill, JB the Purple Monkey, Janos Vaughn Metal, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, Brenton Zachary, Kay Grimm, Rick Arrington, Dewane Raksha, The Good Sir, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, the hottest couple in gaming, that's just a fact, Drellish, Foolish Fuji, Annie Daynell, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, The Lord Commander Corgi, Elo2032, Jinx the 30th, Bubble Boy N7, Jesse Garcia, Hambone, Aztec King, <sighs> Millennial Falcon Gaming, Stone Cold E.T., and Astronaut Junior. Thank you all so much for keeping this show going. It's because of your generosity that we keep going. Kyle, I broke myself with the Stone no, Cold E.T. I, I completely forgot last week that we riffed on that yep. name and E.T. So with the vest. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. E.T. said so. You know, like he's just like, he's just chugging two beers at once. You talk about your Bibles. <laughs> and your verses 
<laughs> well, Stone Cold E.T. said, I just whipped your ass. <laughs> Here's some Reese's Pieces. Oh, God. All right, listen. This re- truly is a 96-degree day weather that we're having right here, right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ten minutes in, it's already delusions of grandeur. But it's time to square up the news. First bit of news that needs to be squared up is from Amrita Khalid over at Engadget. And Rita writes, Sony completes $3.6 billion deal to buy Bungie. The developer behind Destiny is now a part of the Sony universe. Sony Interactive Entertainment officially closed on a $3.6 billion deal today to buy the independent game studio and publisher Bungie, according to tweets from both Bungie and PlayStation Studios. Under the terms of the acquisition, Bungie will still still maintain creative control over its operations and in independently develop its games as leaders from both companies have noted since the deal was announced in january bungie will be considered an independent subsidiary of sony and won't be required to make either current or future games exclusive to playstation consoles sony is hoping bungie's expertise with games like destiny will help it expand its own live service game offerings the company plans to spend 55 percent of playstation's budget on live service games by 2025 revealed sony ceo jim ryan at a may investor presentation PlayStation plans on releasing 10 live service games before March of 2026, and Sony believes Bungie's assistance will be crucial in this effort. And in an update, eSports update, Nibel on Twitter writes, PlayStation is acquiring eSports platform Repeat.gg. Quote, together with the talented Repeat.gg team, we're excited to explore more ways for players to engage in competitive gaming and expand the breadth of our eSports offerings. End quote. Okay, so a lot of things happening this week. Uh, It's funny, a lot of people took my quote from last week's episode, like, it's only a matter of time, you know? Bungie becomes a part of PlayStation, or really Mm -hmm. a part of Sony. Um, Still weird saying that out loud, right? Very weird, yeah. It doesn't feel right. it's not like a PlayStation Studios thing. Yeah. Like, Destiny will still be everywhere, and whatever else they make will be everywhere. But, like, it's... $3.6 $3.6 billion is a lot to a lot of money. <laughs> and a lot of that is towards the people working there as well. I, Absolutely. I've hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. going back to that team, which is awesome. So people are getting quite a big check over there at Bungie, which well-deserved. You've made yes. one of, if not the most successful games as service games. I think the only one more popular is Fortnite. So y'all did are the we- thing. We're getting close to Destiny being a decade old, right? We're getting there. Yeah, was Destiny it 2015? came out 20, 2015 or 2014, I would like to say. But you're right. We're getting up there. Destiny is pretty close. Yeah, it's getting up there in age. Now, that said, Muffin Mon writes in. We know that PlayStation is going to try to put out a plethora of live service titles in the next coming year or next coming couple of years with the Bungie acquisition. Are either of you feeling more confident that this endeavor will be a success? I'm still concerned as those types of games aren't what the PlayStation audience has been used to for years now and might not give them a chance. Should the future live service titles launch into PlayStation Plus in order to give them a better chance at success? Have a great day. And remember, Cool Ranch over Nacho Cheese. You know what? Random, but agree. Hard agree. Agree. (laughs) So that said, Kyle, 
does the Bungie deal give you more confidence that whatever this live service thing that PlayStation is doing is going to be a success for them? Yeah, it gives yeah. me a lot of uh, confidence because it'd be one thing if they were a company that hit the nail on the head and everything was completely smooth from day one. Yeah. Bungie went through some massive learning experiences. Mm-hmm. They made a lot of mistakes. They fixed them and they are still growing and doing the right thing. And if anything comes up that is goes against that, I trust them to take a hard look at themselves and fix it. Yeah. So I, I'm very confident in bringing this new endeavor to PlayStation side of things of having all these live games as live service model. Um, why not have the company that's doing it so well, but they've gone through it. Yeah. They know the the trials and tribulations. They know how to fix things when they go off the rails and listening to the community. And like, they are the perfect example. Like, yeah, Fortnite's pretty great. Epic's pretty great, but I, they haven't gone through as much tri- trials as I think Bungie has. And they're still going through it as yeah. well. I know like right now the PVP in destiny is not in good shape. I know like mm-hmm. even I think, I think Bungie has been really great at being transparent with the audience, even the toxic, uh, the, the toxic side and highlighting how they are like, you know, there, there is, um, a literal person that's sending them death threats and like move yeah. close to the headquarters to just like they're suing harass person, them, right? And they're just like, "Hey, listen, this is what happens if you yeah. if you take if you go out of line, we will pursue yeah, every, yeah. you, you know, whatever." Or as um, the kids on the street say, "Fuck around and find out," <laughs> you know. <laughs> I like how you beeped, not the curse, but I, <laughs> I, I oh, it didn't. I it, thought it did. It beeped, but then you're like, "F around." <laughs> oh. Hey. hey hey kids i'm um, still learning <laughs> but no like you know when it comes to this 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 you know this deal it does give me a lot of confidence that you know playstation i i think it speaks volumes that they're not buying bungie to make destiny or their future titles exclusive to me, it, it kind of highlights why they want Bungie, and it's for their expertise. It's not just for the great revenue that you know Destiny gives, but it is for you know the tools that they have, both physical and you know software-wise, in their in, in their plethora of of of, of abilities to kind of get the job done in terms of building an ecosystem that's going to respect its gamers' time. And as for like you know, does their games need to be on PlayStation Plus in order to give them a better chance of success. I would like to say that. Yeah, I would love to see, you know, these games come out on PlayStation Plus Premium or PlayStation Plus Extra. But I would say look at, again, Destiny's model, where Destiny, you can play that game for free up to a certain point. And then mm-hmm. it gets you off to go out there and then purchase all the wild expansion packs. I think that would be a great way to open the door for people to get them into those games. You don't necessarily have to put it on the service, although I like it too. I think, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I understand that the community at large that's vocal aren't used to the, you know, quote unquote multiplayer games. But when you take a look at the most played games on the PlayStation ecosystem, what are they? 
They are your Fortnites. They are your Call of Duties. They are your FIFAs. They are multiplayer games. So to me, I think the audience is well accustomed to multiplayer games on their ecosystem. They're just not accustomed of PlayStation making those multiplayer games, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the PlayStation gaming community is used to single player games with multiplayer modes attached to them. Yeah. Not full ground up like actual multiplayer focused things yeah um, which for me like if we take a look at like the last of us multiplayer stuff that were yeah you know that was uh talked about during gamescom or not gamescom sorry sorry uh, game summer fest. game fest dude that excites me if, oh, if we're talking very much so you made a division but in the last of us universe sign me yes. up that excites me yeah. you know i i think we also have to get over the fact of like yes studio a let's just say great example gorilla was known for its you know first person shooters made one of my favorite rpgs or action rpgs of all time mm-hmm. so i think we got to get over the fact of like the pedigree of a studio means it could only be pigeon held into this one thing i think yeah you could go out there and explore different things you may get a you may get an anthem situation or you may get a ghost of Tsushima situation you know but the the thing i and i've i've grown into not worrying about it you know, single player gamer over here, but I I feel like I had a thought and it's gone. The heat, man. <laughs> I had something and then I had to add something else and That's it lost fine. the original. Hey, you want it's me to gone. get the green gorillas? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Question? Okay, absolutely. Maybe I'll come back to it. <laughs> Maybe it won't. Spoiler alert: it won't. <laughs> green gorilla gamer writes in. Good morning, Joe. No, Kyle, green gorilla. Oh, someone has a favorite. It's been a hell of a week for me. The only thing I was looking forward to was multiverses and stray. And I played the former last night and it's unbelievable. Bungie joining Sony officially. Does this mean destiny two is going to get some content on PlayStation plus now that is where I think this all leads. Mm-hmm. Not that I think you'll get like the exclusive skins again. They're very adamant of like, we never want to do that again. And we did those out of necessity or because we were forced into it. We don't want to be forced into Jack squat. Yeah. I think what we will get is some, not to say destiny content on PlayStation plus, but you're going to get, I think like the expansions into the PlayStation plus catalog. I think that yeah. happens for sure. I think what you were alluding to earlier was like, yeah, Destiny is free to play, but on PlayStation Plus, eventually it'd be cool. Like, yeah, here's an expansion. Yeah, on this on the PlayStation Plus system for you only if you're subscribed to it. Absolutely, and I think that's that's a very wise move. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless they do something like put Aloy's bow in, in Destiny, and that cool. That would be rad. That, yeah, and that would I would be down for. That said, he also said, since it's going to be pretty nice outside, you mean the hellscape? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, right? It's a hellscape. He, he asked, lemonade or iced tea? Kyle, lemonade or iced tea? Oh, man. She's wise. I mean, I'm one of my go-to drinks, and it's an addiction of some sort, is Snapple peach iced tea. So I would probably go with that, but I like a good lemonade every once in a while. God damn it, Kyle. Am I two for two? You're 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 three for three because okay. you said cool ranch over nacho cheese. Oh, that's true. Yeah. All right. Una writes in. 
Hi guys. I uh, hope you guys are staying cool. <laughs> Not right now. Our fans are off. Our AZs are off. We're melting. Yeah. Hope everyone in Europe is doing okay with the heat as well. My question this week is, do you guys think PlayStation should invest in cloud gaming like Xbox does? I just finished Trials in the Sky for the... Th- uh, uh, sorry, Trials in the Sky, the third last night, and I am having to go out today and thought since my next game is going to be played on Game Pass, I try out a cloud gaming service. I was thinking yesterday when deciding to do this on do this, why isn't PlayStation having sorry, why PlayStation hasn't invested in this? Because it sounds like a dream for some people. And could and could work for people who are on their lunch break or just any type of break. I'm interested to see what you guys think on this so far. What are your guys think thoughts on cloud gaming for PlayStation? I bring this question up to the forefront and thank you, Yuna, for writing in. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, my dyslexia butchered it. Um, but I bring this question to the forefront because we take a look at what, again, we, we echoed the same sentiments uh, on last week's show. Look at the talent that they're buying. They are not just buying the IP. They are buying, again, the, the, the talent, yes, but the tools. Like Haven last week, they, you know, when they were purchased, they're like, we made a whole team dedicated to evolving the way we work. Why would that be important for PlayStation? Well, because look at how work from home has changed the landscape of so many jobs and just shook the video game industry. So you want to make that process as easy as possible to bring people from anywhere onto any team, right? Take a look at what Bungie's doing with their live service and why PlayStation wants them. So it's not just because, oh, Jade Raymond is super talented or these teams are super talented. It's what the tools that they're working on are, what their vision is. That's what is what PlayStation's really investing into. So when you talk about cloud, like on PlayStation, maybe this is what Haven's kind of working on at the moment. But I would love to see some type of cloud integration for PlayStation, no doubt. And again, if it's as you know as good enough as Xbox Cloud Gaming is, I'd be all down for it. Absolutely. What about you, Kyle? Yeah, I think it would be cool. I don't. I don't trust any type of internet service or around where I live. Yeah. So I don't think I would ever rely on it to play a game and lose. Fair enough a lot of time in a game when it doesn't save or sync or whatever it is. Yeah. But like part of me in another universe, a, a different, different version of me is sitting there at work playing, uh, you know, horizon forbidden West on his Vita yeah. through cloud gaming. And it's working perfectly. I would love a hybrid <sighs> device to be honest. Yeah, man. I PlayStation and handhelds are very special to mm-hmm. me. And it's very sad that I feel like we're probably not going to get another one ever. Never say never. I don't know, man. Say it with confidence. Say it with Guso, gosh darn it. <sighs> with this, like, here's no, the thing. I don't with- feel of this one. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 know, I know when I'm beating the dead horse. It's not happening. Right. I'm just saying, like, you got to take a look at the Steam Deck going, hmm. That's nice. You got to, right? You have to. That's pretty there nice. There are those pictures of Shuhei taking pictures of the Switch. <laughs> exactly like undercover 
but like <laughs> the trench coat. <laughs> yeah. It's happening. Yeah. No, I again when you take a look at the teams that they're buying, and like the esports one in particular, PlayStation is really trying to go into avenues that I think are worth exploring. You know, talking about the the hardware, the 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 in zone hardware, like they're like, yeah, we make excellent headphones. We make excellent TVs. Why can't we just make these peripherals? But like, you know, market them for gamers. Why can't we do this? And why mm-hmm. can't we have these events that are ever growing? Why can't we be the staple of, you know, the next esports thing to blow up? I think it just makes a lot of sense for Sony to kind of dive into different type of areas within gaming that are just so huge that we don't focus enough about, you know, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So, absolutely. yeah, this is, this is pretty exciting. Like, I don't know what the ins and outs of like repeat GG are, but when I take a look at like them going out there and buying Evo, them partnering up with Valorant, you know, knowing whatever the next big, competitive shooter Bungie's going to have PlayStation's going to back or Sony's going to back in a big way. That's exciting to see. So I'm not one of these guys where it's like all or nothing. I need my single player games. I, you know, this is what I know PlayStation for. This is what I'm comfortable with. Um, I'm excited for them to go into different avenues to test things out. So, yeah. Yeah. So really quickly, I just want to repeat GG to just see what was going yeah. on. Um, and right on the f- front, there's a really cool like uh, video of Fortnite in the background and other games that they have on here. And it says, get paid to play, compete in free and paid entry tournaments in just a few, few clicks without any additional downloads. And then they have like available games with Fortnite. There's a tournament, League of Legends, 12, Dota 2, 12 tournaments, PUBG, Call of Duty Warzone. So what this essentially is, is what like Fortnite does, where they have weekly tournaments for people to go yeah. and enter, win stuff, or win actual prize pools. That's yeah. really exciting. <laughs> it's yeah, actually pretty exactly. darn cool. It's, it's really, really cool. And we see this with PlayStation tournaments as well, where they're like, here's a random tournament for Mortal Kombat, right? They, they oh, do all the time. Neat. So yeah. And go you also it. earn... Um, I believe they're just coins uh, on here. Uh, uh, like that's what you NFTs. win. And then no, 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 no. You can get like, you know, Amazon gift cards yeah. and Fortnite V bucks and PSN cards, Xbox cards, like actual real world things just yeah. for playing and, and being great at these games. That's awesome. So yeah, there you go. Pretty cool. Again, PlayStation doing something different, going out there, investing, purchasing and stuff that is again, outside our realm. Mm-hmm. but is important nonetheless because we often think about ourselves first and anybody else second, you know? Yeah. That's and we're a- going to get a, a different kind of partnership later, which is also very interesting. We, But yeah. until then, we got to talk about some leaks, rumors, and speculation. We're going into speculation town. Kyle, take it away. <laughs> Jordan Midler at VGC writes, The Last of Us remake footage leaks online. No gameplay improvements claimed. As posted to Reset Era, the images, which have been mirrored on Imager, show off Joel's brother, Tommy, Tess, and a brief clip of the game's opening sequence. It's also been claimed by the person who leaked the images that the game has, quote, no gameplay improvements, end quote, and that the upgrades are primarily to animation and audio. 
It was widely speculated that The Last of Us Part 1 would adopt The Last of Us Part 2's improved movement and shooting mechanics. The game reportedly supports VRR and will feature two visual modes, a gameplay mode, which will run at 4K40, and a dynamic mode, which will run at 4K60. Mm-hmm. While it's unclear where these leaks have emerged from, it should be noted that prior to the release of The Last of Us Part 2, huge spoilers flooded the internet and long gameplay clips, including pivotal plot scenes, were posted to social media well in advance of release. Yeah, it seems like a tester may have leaked these out or it may have been yeah. hacked. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of recording, right, as we were about to record, gameplay has leaked out. A lot of gameplay has leaked out. A lot of screenshots mm-hmm. have been uh, leaked. Um, holy crap. Guys, this game looks really good. <laughs> it looks amazing. Okay, thank you. I, I wasn't sure if you were going to be on the other side oh, of the coin. It. Take it away. Like when people, people be like, no gameplay improvements. What we've seen is like not how can you tell there aren't other gameplay things right. that aren't added to this game right there there's so many cool little things that i've noticed because i've played the game a million times like um it was pointed out i don't want to spoil anything in case no one's played yeah. last yeah, yeah. one yet but there are cool little things that they added in the first monumental 20 minutes that means a lot to me as a Last of Us fan and makes yeah. a whole lot of sense. It makes my heart hurt in all the right reasons for yeah. this game. Um, seeing how they brought over the... Because this was, I think, after this article was written. So seeing that, yeah, when Joel goes to upgrade his weapons, it's very much like part two. It's at a work you're bunch. at a work yeah. bunch and like, he's actually working on it, which I love. Yeah. There, there's not much you have to do to reinvent the the wheel a little bit i like well and i feel like joel is also a much different build obviously than ellie so he's going to be a little bit slower he's going to be a little bit more stiffer in the movements or whatnot so i'm not expecting joel to be nimble and like you know rushing around and be quick about things it's kind of like what i said on last week's episode where it's just like i don't know how you're going to fit last of us part two's gameplay in here without Mm -hmm all out changing the level design of last of us. Part that is one. a great point. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I wasn't expecting like <laughs> it's last of us part two, but slapped on part one. Yeah, I, I wasn't am... expecting a giant open world section. Exactly. Like things to explore and whatnot. Yeah. So, or like the, the, the rope or the horse or all that stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But like, you know, when I take a look at this gameplay, it does look like a marriage between part one and part two. And I'm really digging what I'm seeing so far because to me, I was thinking about this when I was looking at the gameplay. And it's not me trying to sound apologist. It's just if I am a newcomer to this series, right, after I've watched the show, because this is what this is really targeted for. People Mm -hmm. that have watched the show are getting into The Last of Us for the first time. If I am a first-time player... Do I want the sequel to feel worse than the you know than part one? So that is something I think we have to put into perspective as well. Where like mm. to me, I feel like they've made enough improvements to say, oh, this does not or will not feel like a aged product, while at the same exact time making sure that The Last of Us Part Two is that evolution. And I think that is such a 
a, a hard nut to crack if you're a developer of like, how do I make this feel good, but not feel better than the sequel? You know, so for learning me, how to hold back a little bit. Yeah, like where to yeah. hold back would be the, mm -hmm. the terrific call there, Kyle. So from what I've seen, I'm just blown away. And oh, I'm so excited. It looks like it's on par with like Demon Souls in terms of level of remake. So for any person that's like, oh, this is <laughs> all they did was just slap another coat of paint on it. How could they? Demon Absolutely Souls, <laughs> Demon Souls remake. We love so much. Yeah. They change almost practically nothing of the like the core concept of that game. Nothing has changed. The core yeah. combat of that game. Nothing has changed. Mm -hmm. Nothing. It just looks really pretty, and we cheer for that one. We cheer. We go, oh my god, this is the remake of remakes, right? Shadow yeah. of the Colossus. We we improve the controls. It's a little prettier. This is a king of blue point can't miss, but naughty dog wants to remake part one of a game that they've made. We have all the problems in the world with, I feel like there's yeah. an unfair double standard because it's naughty dog. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's cool for other people outside of the ecosystem of PlayStation to just rag on naughty dog. Yeah. Naughty Dog is the post child of one of the greatest video game developers ever. Mm -hmm. And it's it just, it's that contrarian, cool, let's, you know, this is a little jab at Luke. Well, <laughs> you know, they're not all that great. Like, they're, they're, they're blo bloated. The people talk them up too much and yeah. whatnot. Like, they're really freaking talented at what they do. Yes. And you might not enjoy their games, but their games are masterclasses. Yeah. Yeah. They're beyond good. And, you know, for me, I, I, I really, I'm interested to see where Last of Us Part 2 will fall when all, everything's said and done, how that tale has hurt, because, or, or if that tale was actually hurt because of the leaks, you know, if people actually didn't like where that story went. Um, because I hear, yeah, I've been hearing a lot of people, um, I don't think Last of Us Part 2 did nearly as well. It's like, I don't, I, I, I most awarded game of all time well it's the most awarded game but like they're like it, you know uh, i've seen people like it's only sold 10 million where ghost of tsushima has almost sold that i'm like ghost of tsushima fantastic one of my favorite games of all time and and yeah I, it does have me curious of where it is right now in its sales and where does sony project where part two will will be at when all things are said and done but to see where last of us part two is with only two years into it's lifespan, I think. Yeah. I think I could say with open eyes, we're, we're pretty, it's in pretty good shape. I just yeah. don't like the, 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 is, is, is Naughty Dog all right conversations that we keep having? It's like, I think they're, they're fine. I think you just golden. need to relax. Uh, that yeah. said. For, for reference, part two sold 4 million copies in the first three days. Ooh and over 10 million in two years. Yeah. Fantastic. Pretty now, great. My Tainted Brain writes, with reference to the leaks, do both, uh, sorry, do do you both go looking for leaks or avoid them and leave them in the hands of the gods as whatever you see them? I avoid leaks at all costs. Yeah. Um, this one is different mm -hmm. because I know the game. Sure. So uh, I just seeing like, the first area of Boston, right? And mm -hmm. and 
the look of those buildings and just how more depth to that street and how more alive it feels like and not just a very clearly visual representation of buildings like it looks like they actually have like some some substance to them yeah um i yeah i'm blown away by it but yeah when it comes to leaks i want to avoid them at all costs yeah uh there there are certain points i will just go on media blackout like i think i don't know if we're talking about this week Uh, i forgot to look through it but like someone wrote like the synopsis or like a short summary of god of war ragnarok it's like don't tell me don't I want to. I want to know on my own. Just like, relax. I, It'll be here. Please, exact patience. <laughs> I just pre-ordered please. the collectors. It was an ordeal. Yeah, it was a great, yeah. like grand ordeal. That's the one thing. I don't like leaks. I try to avoid leaks, but also like being the position that I am in, um, it's gonna happen. And you know, I I said this. I I found out how Endgame was gonna end. I found out a spoiler in Force Awakens. Prior to going in, and it did not change my perception walking out. So it's just, it's, or sorry, it didn't change how I felt about those things walking out. It just changed my perception of them because I knew it was coming. So it was just like, okay, so when is this happening? You know, that, how do we get here? That's that, what's see, more interesting. That, that's my problem is if I know something is going to happen, the entire time I'm playing or watching, I'm like, okay, where is it? Yeah. And then I'm constantly like, fixated on that one thing. And then I'm not experiencing the things that are happening in front of me. I'm just waiting for that moment. Yeah. Like when Abby hits a hole in one in the last of us part two, I knew that was going to happen, but I didn't know when that was going to happen. You, you know, know, this is what I get for saying you love sweet num nums. Yep. That's right. Every Keep time I mention golf reference, <laughs> every time now, every time I mention last of us, or I put it in a thumbnail, I have to do a little golf emoji. Uh, that being said, that's our thoughts on the last of us part one. Looks great. Gameplay. Yeah. Looks Can't good. I'm 40 something days away. Ooh, we, but you know what? We're playing day one right now. Uh, one of us is playing day one. <laughs> that's right. That's right. The next story on our list. Let's go for it. Rebecca Smith over at PS Lifestyle writes, Stray Day One Player Numbers breaks the record for Annapurna Interactive. Stray has seemingly been a resounding success for developer Blue 12 Studio and publisher Annapurna Interactive, as it has broken the publisher's record for concurrent players' numbers on Steam by quite a margin. The game is still in the top 15 games by current player count on the platform, too. And here is a little bit more from friend of the show, Benji Sales. Stray has shattered the concurrent player's record for any Annapurna Interactive game on Steam, easily becoming its biggest PC launch ever. Top Annapurna Interactive peak concurrent players go Stray with 50,555+, plus, 12 minutes, 8,021, Outer Wilds, 7,936. Neon White, 3,277. And Journey, 1,757. What a push. Think about that. 12 minutes, 8,000. That's number two on Annapurna's list. Yeah. Stray at over 50,000 plus. More than all of them combined. All of them combined and then some. Yeah. Fantastic numbers uh, for, for Stray on Steam. Not even on PlayStation, mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. I do want to give uh, Fran Mirabella a shout out. We have been a little deceived because we were, we were we le- were not not a little bit, a lot of bit, yeah. Because we were true. led to believe that um, Stray, you need to be a premium member for. No, nay, 
you could be a PlayStation Plus Extra member, you get Stray. So just to put that out there, if you're looking to, to get this game or you're looking to try out the service, you don't need to try out premium. You just need to try out extra in order mm-hmm. to get Stray. I'm a little, uh, I'm a little teed. Yeah, I, they need to work on that a little bit. The, the whole communication is real bad. Yeah. So, uh, and more with like the Final Fantasy VII stuff, too. It's like. What are you doing? Yeah. It's just easy. What because, are you like? Ugh. Because people that, so for those of you who don't know about the Final Fantasy VII fiasco, people that wanted to play Final Fantasy VII Intergrade yep. on, uh, on the extra service, well, if you downloaded Final Fantasy VII on PlayStation Plus last year, you were just met with an unplayable error and they literally yep. just fixed it. So, this oh, they is, did fix it. They did. Okay, yeah, yeah. good. I, I, I wasn't aware that they fixed it yet. Yeah, no, it, it seems okay, like as of recording, goodness. they fixed that. Uh, so I was like, come on. <laughs> this is the growing pains, right? And when yeah. you don't have that much of a sophisticated background or backbone, like, let's be honest, our friends over at Xbox have uh, with their service because they literally made the technology themselves. Ooh, I made a weird tongue noise. My apologies. I freaked myself out. Um, <laughs> it's easy for them to integrate or easier for them to integrate. Uh, other than for like PlayStation where it's not. So yeah, yeah, a little bit bummed there, but GMAC99 writes in, hey gentlemen, via email yet again. And people have been sending me emails. I'm sorry, I haven't got to them. GMAC, you're the lucky one. Keep sending us emails over at, I don't know the email, but apparently y'all do. So keep them coming. Uh, Stray landing on day one PlayStation Plus Plus is such a tasty num num son of a Bitch, Greg. Even as a dog person, I'm really enjoying my time playing as a kid cat. Uh, So much so that I may decide to have physically owned the game when it's released on disc in September. I held out for Sifu on disc, and I am so glad I did. Not only did I get a great weakling mode, same here, I needed to enjoy that slanger, yes, but I also support an indie studio that totally deserved it. Mm-hmm. And that leads me to my question for you guys. Do you ever play a digital version and dig it so much that you decide to own it physically too? Maybe it's just me, but I like to have an object that I can hold in my hands and admire on a shelf and keep long term well after a developer has decided to pull the plug. Cough, cough, Ubisoft, cough, cough. Yikes. Cheers, Greg, a.k.a. The GMAC 99. P.S. Team Queenie. Creamy punch, or sorry, team creamy <laughs> peanut butter. Creamy oh. punter. <laughs> Shut up, I hate you. He's <laughs> on the right side of history, baby. <laughs> Agree to disagree. That's a new position in, in the NFL. Yeah. We have the regular punter, then we have the creamy punter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he slicks back his hair. Yeah. Um, so that's the only difference. Kyle. Joe. You're, you are 110% this person. Yeah, last week I held up my death store physical copy. Yeah. I, yeah, I very much want to not only support the devs and buy their game physically to show them how much I love it, but it is a thing of like I view. If you're watching the video, you see all my movies behind me. Like I view owning these things physically as a way for me to preserve them for as long as I live, sure. and as a way to always have them, very much like a museum. Like it, it's uh, a tale of what I have watched and what ha- I have played all on the shelf. I'm thinking uh, of your library, like, 
like you're entering like the SpongeBob episode where like he has like this labyrinth of books on the shelf, and you're like, "What shall I watch today? Shall it be the Batman or Citizen Kane?" (laughs) Exactly. Uh, I mean, it's a shame. It's a shame that most of my games are like I had to trade them in because that's how I could afford to play new stuff. But uh, one day I'll be able to own them again. Maybe if I win the lottery on Friday. Yeah, we'll see. Six hundred million. I'm just saying. Is that really a thing? That's that's what the that's what total is. Eh, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) I am that person as well, sort of. So like, for Last of Us, Last of Us means so much to me. Part one, I got the Firefly edition. I got Mm -hmm. that, but I'm also I own it digitally, right? Um, God of War, like that as well. I got that digital code. I don't need a disc. Don't need it. Sorry, guys. I got the case. I pre-ordered the physical version, too. You have a problem, Kyle. You talk about... I'm sorry. I need to fill that steelbook somehow. You don't need... The steelbook's fine. It's a collector's item. It's memorabilia. No. No. Oh, boy. All right. But, like, I am that person. So, like, if a game really, really means something to me, I'm going to go out of my way, buy that thing physically, because it's just something I can... Yeah, it's something about holding a something tangible, not fungible... Or non-f***able, as I like to say. <laughs> there's something about it that, yeah. I don't know, there's there's no better feeling to me. Um, yeah, I, I had a similar thing, like when I was gifted a Kindle, I think, for Christmas one year. And I enjoyed it, reading books on it, but there's something I miss about flipping the pages and holding an actual book in my hands. No, we get that out of my sight. I have an iPad. <laughs> I got Marvel Unlimited. I'm good like that. Words on pages. Nah, get that shit out of here. Filth. <laughs> Garbage. In this household, I want the pictures to talk to me. Yes. Not me. Read them. Throw it into the fireplace. Make a good fire with it. Mm, marshmallows. Yes. <laughs> Trellis writes in. He goes, I got a question for the show slash Sony Pony Express. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Guys. Ooh. That was pretty good. We should, I know, so on point. We should never, ever discuss leaks, especially since it only adds fuel to fire, winky face. You're right. But like when the, when the leaks literally, like you see them, like they're here, they're tangible. Yeah. The, and the, it's, for it's all not like I heard purposes, a thing from a guy somewhere down an alley. Yeah. And for all intents and purposes, like this is a game that most people have played. Visually, it just looks different. Those yeah. are the least. Because, like, if if it was real talk, if it was, I heard there's no gameplay improvement. I would be like, you dumb dumb idiot. I don't believe Whatever. that for. Not like I'll believe it when I see it. Like I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna shoot I'll, you. I, I'll believe it when I have the the controller in my hands. Yeah, but I'm controlling I, Joel. I can now see the gameplay. I can you know give my thoughts on it. So hey, you know, trailer should back off. I'm only kidding. I love you. Still love the show and the energy you guys put into it. My question is for Kyle, the best co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, and probably ever will be. Kyle, here you go. I had that title for at least three more shows, right? alert. How are you enjoying Stray, Kyle? Oh, man. First question. (laughs) Listen, don't make me feel bad. Drellish, don't make me feel bad. Everyone else in the comments that are about writing right now. Don't shame me. Yesterday was really a tough day for me, man. Mentally, physically, I was just exhausted. I didn't want to play anything. I just wanted to just sit on my couch and watch the All-Star game because that was the kind of mood I was in. Fair enough. So, no. uh, The AL, unfortunately. They always win. 
I know nine straight years. It sucks. Um, well, I even have two leagues. If one league's <laughs> obviously better, right? Stupid rules. They're stupid. <laughs> Continue. Uh, so I unfortunately haven't started it yet. I made sure to download it. Hopefully, after this uh, recording is done, I'll be able to play for a little bit before bed. I but um, I know you're playing it. I'm I'm very excited to hear what you think about it. It's um, Mike and Harry both played it at Six One Indie. Harry wrote, wrote the review. Absolutely loved it, and they have they are falling in love with that game. So, I love this game. Very high hopes. Yeah, I absolutely love it as well. It's to me, this is going to be a really weird comparison, but please stick with me. Okay, it has the same vibe of a journey, right? Mm-hmm. Where like two totally different games, but the vibes the same. Where it's about. Yeah, the journey, not the destination. Like, it's about taking in the environments. The environmental storytelling that is there in Stray is the thing that is pushing me forward to keep playing because the platforming is really simple. Really simple. The puzzles, really simple. Uh, And I dig as well. Like, the clues you find, it's never meant to stress you out. You're just there to kind of experience the story that they want to tell. And I saw some reviews going, eh, the story is surface level. I disagree. I think there's a lot here and some really good messages that, and questions that the, you know, the team wants you to kind of explore and mysteries that are there to be solved. Uh, Like, I want to know why this is a world inhabited by robots and what the conflict was that led to that and what their feelings on it are. Like there's a really good part, part in stray where a robots talking about what, what is an afterlife for an AI? It's oh, like, wow. It's those type of questions that I really, really dug. So I like the mystery here in stray. I'm really digging the story. If you're looking solely for, this is just a cat simulator. You're getting half of that. It's a much deeper experience than, Hey, you're a kitty cat, but yeah. you are. I was going to ask how much of your time playing is you just like doing cat things? A lot. I get distracted <laughs> like like yeah. a cat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because like there's like like little mats that like you're just walk by and like you could scratch it if you want. Like, well, I am a cat right now. Of scratch, course. Scratch, scratch, yeah. Scratch. Yeah. There's like random like crevices that you could sleep in. You're like, well, I am a cat right uh, now. You could yeah. put your, your there's here's an awesome trophy of like you could put a, a bag on the cat's head. And okay. he's, and like every every bit of the controls is inverted, so up is down, left is right. Uh, yeah, like it's fantastic. And then the bag just falls off. Um, so it's really cute. And the movement of Stray, I'm just gonna call the cat Stray, is really, really incredibly well animated. And I like what Stray's arc is as well. Um, why they're there, how they get there, and their journey is really is really intriguing and for me Man, yeah. uh-huh. it really opens up to the whole like you don't have to be a big guy with a gun saving the world you could yeah. just be a kitty cat trying to find his way back home oh, um, God, this makes me so, so happy yeah it's See, seeing great. you fall in love with an indie makes me so happy and you know how does this rank with other indies i've played this year i don't know yet because i have not beaten it i'm very close to the end there is a total trophy that is like oh there is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you have to run away from these head crabs uh those are one of the main enemies and mm-hmm. 
their path and patterns are so unpredictable. It mm. literally took me like 50 minutes to get this platinum. Oh, wow. It, it is. Okay. I think someone said on oh, Twitter. Oh, so you have like, the platinum already? No, but I, I will. Oh, It's very okay. achievable. Okay. Um, I just got to play it over and beat it in less than two hours. But you definitely can because okay. the puzzles are not that hard. So okay. I'm really digging this. Where does this land for me? Like out of like nobody saves the world, you know, uh, TMNT. I don't know yet, but I'm surprised how high it up on that list it is for me. That's for sure. Is it worth people getting a PlayStation Plus extra tier? Yeah, absolutely. This is yeah. this is a cute little game to 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 play around with and to then test out other other things in the in the pantheon question. or whatever library. Yeah. Could be, just because we love asking this question and we're big proponents of the dual sense. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. All right. Sweet. Feels very good, especially when you're clawing stuff. You gotta you kind of feel the friction. Uh oh, you, nice. you, okay. you feel the purring. Uh, everything feels really good in the dual sense. Awesome. I like I like the capabilities a lot. And sound design as well, fantastic. And while I was playing this, I was like, thank God I'm an OLED boy now because mm. this game is beautiful. So, it's a purdy. Oh, very purdy. So Oh, I see what you did there. So, <laughs> <laughs> look at that cat punts. So yeah, I'm I'm really digging this game so far. A very much a recommend. It's a really good time, a really good story, and um something that I think you guys should experience. I, I like the the indies that Sony is are backing. Cause they, they feel like they belong in that PlayStation PlayStation library if that makes sense though yeah. sifu and this game will eventually go on other platforms and are on other platforms it just feels like yeah this is a playstation indie for sure sweet that's it kyle enough of me about me talking about cats there's one other major story that broke as we were about to record and uh oh, oh. this one has me pretty hyped i'm not gonna lie to you kyle. oh i'm oh, i'm sorry um also drellish says hashtag joe loves sweet num nums just mm. wanted to make sure that All was right, out so there. we're gonna ban drellish. um gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> uh rachel kaiser from venture beat writes sony partners with spin master on toys and merch for playstation games spin master today announced it has entered a new licensing agreement with sony the former is the toy licensee for first part PlayStation titles, meaning it will make merch for several of Sony Interactive Entertainment's biggest brands. According to Spin Master, this includes titles like God of War, Horizon, The Last of Us, and Uncharted. It plans to create products, quote, in the action figure, collectible, playset, plush, roleplay, vehicles, RC, and games and puzzle categories, end quote. Spin Master Rose's success. Sorry, oh, I'm going to stop you. you. I'm going oh, okay. to stop you right here, right now. I, 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 breaking news coming Uh-oh. from uh, our good friend, Jadis Von Metal. Uh-oh. Ready for this? Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm too excited. I'm breaking I'm, this news story. I'm up. nervous. <laughs> he goes, super level up moment. I am now a proud member of the amazing Ben Studios team. I Whoa! joined as a QA analyst. Thank you for bringing me into the family. Hey, uh, PS Trophy fam. I'm officially a cool kid now. Congratulations, fam. That's so incredible, man. Look at you, man. And he's such, he's so talented. This is awesome. Jadis Von Metal. Oh, I'm happy you stopped me. I'm, yeah, this is awesome. Congratulations, Jadis. And and his picture is he's about to get mauled by the, by the mutated bear. Is that the same bear that you took a picture on the bike of? It could be. 
It really could be. Oh, Jadis, we're so happy for you, man. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now to the no, toys. That, that's amazing. <laughs> awesome. Oh, that's cool. You'll um, love to see it. Spin Master Rosa's success thanks to properties like Paw Patrol, and it has been expanding its interest in gaming recently. In 2021, it created a $100 million fund, Spin Master Ventures, to invest in toys, entertainment, and digital games. Grace Chen, SIE's VP of Network Advertising Loyalty and Licensed Merchandise, said of the partnership, quote, We are committed to creating the highest quality gameplay experiences for our community of global fans and finding new ways to bring our most beloved characters to new audiences. Working, working along with Spinmaster, we are excited to continue our reach in presenting our gaming IP through authentic and innovative toys and games to our passionate PlayStation community around the world, end quote. This is cool news because I, I feel like the only way to get your hands on like a cool little action figure is by spending like anywhere from low ballpark 80 bucks <laughs> to like $8,000, you know what I mean, for those premium statues. Like... I was looking to get um, a Jin Sakai action figure, and it's awesome looking, totally worth the money, <laughs> but it's 180 bucks. And so, to in order for like, to me, like I'm cheap. I take a look at the PlayStation merch store, and I'm like, that is too expensive. 40 bucks for a T-shirt. I understand inflation, blah blah blah. Your billion dollar company, you could eat that cost. But like, it, it, toys to me. I feel like is a is a commons man man's way of like, hey, this is something I really love. I don't have the money to go out there and buy a five thousand dollar statue. This will do. You know what I'm mm -hmm. talking about? So I'm really digging this. What what are your thoughts on this? And what would you like to see get that action figure, you know? And, and what would you like to have it? Like be karate oh, yeah. chop action gin or what like what are we talking about here? I'm I in love with this. Um Anything more I could put on the shelves behind me is yeah. a plus. <laughs> more money for me to spend. Um, what I would love, and I think I actually do have some Spin Master things behind me. Yeah. Um, friend of the show, Brock McLaughlin, I think you at one point mm -hmm. worked for them. Yep. Um, and sent me a Batman thing. And so I have the Batmobile and I have two Batman uh, action figures up there. Uh, really great, great quality and stuff. Um, but what I want, honestly, I want a old school G.I. Joe like uncharted playset. Oh. Give me like the, the Jeep oh, from man. four. Yeah. And Nate and 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 um Sam and Sully action figures and just like a replica of that waterfall section with the rocks and you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Like, going up the water. Just give me that. Give yep. me some dudes in a old abandoned historical location with like a whole playset, like a G.I. Joe thing. <laughs> that looks dude, what why can't I be nine again? you just sold me on that, man. That, that Oh man, I can't wait. Everything for me is like Kratos, but with karate chop action. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is like with karate chop action because yeah. I'm that dumb. <laughs> or um, or like honestly, it wasn't was it part of the four that hmm. I read? Was Horizon part of that? Yeah, dude, right. I, yeah, like just like, think of all the dinos. Exactly, that's awesome. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> and, I mean, this is perfect. Kind of like picture it as I know you're not a Star Wars fan because you have poor taste, but wow. the toys for Star Wars, like a lot of those movies, are like, how do we get these kids into Hasbro? It seems like 
Uh, I remember one of the rarest ones is Bubba Fett. The reason why Bubba Fett is so popular is mm-hmm. because I believe he came in like a cereal box and you mail your post like your 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 post stamp or whatever the remember those things that came in cereal boxes what are they called box stops box stops and those are those are the original nfts so you take the original nfts you <laughs> mail it and they yeah. were supposed to ship you these boba fets but half of them came back defective so mm-hmm. they there was like this whole rigmarole but the thing that was special about that boba fet was his jetpack shot the missiles the missiles shot out yeah that's why you never see it until Mando, that actually happening, uh, or no? Do you no 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 no? Do you see then Jedi? Is the heat? It's a, it's. I it's, don't remember. It's like the heat of Tatooine right here. Maybe you do <gasps> see it. Mm, I'm just gonna say safe bet you don't. Return of the Jedi is a dope movie though. You should go watch it. It's fantastic. Nonetheless, I like, am watching. I am a fan. I'm not just. I'm just not a diehard fan like you. <laughs> God, how many times have I watched that Kenobi fight, Kyle? It's <laughs> he texts me every other hour. <laughs> I did it again, Kyle. I, I watched, watched it today. It I have no shame. <laughs> God, it's so great. So like to have that, like yeah, like little missiles you could shoot off of like one of the Horizon ro- uh, dinos, like. That would be fantastic. I would buy that in an instant. And you're seeing them test it as well with like Lego, like the Lego Horizon set. I constantly go oh, into Target. I, I love it. Yeah. And I'm like, where is it? I Because yeah. I will buy it. I'm that stupid. Yeah. Let's do it. So, yeah, I would love like, you know, like an Aloy. Um, I, w- I would love to see like, yeah, a standard like Kratos. Kratos would sell through the roof. So I- I'm, I'm really digging this direction. It's another way to just kind of get your properties in the hands of other folks, right? Of other audiences that would otherwise not know that you exist. Go for it. This is dope. And honestly, like it might not be the, uh, let me put the toxic male hat on. Oh boy. It's not the most manly, but I would love some plushes of these characters. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, give me I some I would love plushes. to just have these plushy, plushy I mean, Nathan Drake and dinos from Horizon Look at this. On my you couch. can't see them back, but I got the pl- plushie of the Bloodborne Hunter. Oh, yeah. I have I have the Aloy plush. I have the yeah. Nathan Drake. Uh, I forgot what they're called. Stubkins, maybe? I think so. Yeah. I, I have those and um, I think a sack boy. But just yeah. like a full, like, you know, like an actual. <gasps> give me a clicker. Oh, my God. A clicker plushie? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in on all of this. Yeah, that said, Kyle, it's time for some flash well, news. What's really up? quick before we go real fast? Okay. When are we going to see these toys? In a year from now. A year from now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the paint's going to be toxic <laughs> <laughs> because they're pulling a straight up Star Hide Wars. Hide your wives. <laughs> Hide your kids. This paint gonna be toxic. <laughs> Bubba Fett's made out of lead. All right. It's time for Flash News. Gotta go fast. Gotta run. Gotta go. Gotta run. Sony to abandon one-to-one PlayStation support via Twitter. This comes from Sammy Barker over at Post Square. Historically, the Ask PlayStation account was a pretty good way to get support with various platform issues. Really, Sammy? Was it? With representatives usually responding promptly to queried... Uh, yeah, yeah. 
for help. Oh, that's a weird. That's very British of you, Sammy. Let's <laughs> knock it off. Beginning on August first, however, this service will be abandoned, with the company directing you towards the support website instead. It also has various self-help uh, resources and tuto- tutorial videos. Quote: Starting August first, one-to-one PlayStation support via Twitter will no longer be available. In a statement said, "No reason has been given for the change, although it's probably safe to assume." that it was uh, it was a pretty resource intensive practice especially given the scale of PlayStation's audience and the sheer number number of potential problems that can arise oh I didn't realize you put this in there I have thoughts go for it PlayStation needs to fix their support system big time across not, the board not even just this I haven't really dealt with as PlayStation so I can't talk about them specifically and i'm not gonna speak bad of the support rep that i worked with last week because he was amazing or they were amazing it's when i tried to get to the bottom of why joe and i can't buy from playstation (laughs) direct for the second time it was on god of war collections edition day when pre-orders went live i was a little scared because the only link in the first 30 minutes or so was through the direct i'm like well I'm never getting it. This sucks. And so luckily it came everywhere. I got my super mega edition. Um, But I was like, hey, uh, this happened again. I'm seeing it being charged my credit card and getting immediately refunded. What's going on? And and they were like, oh, let me look into it. That's weird. What's the error you're getting? I was like, it just says go to playstation.com slash billing support or whatever. And when you go to that, it's just literally telling you what to do. Yeah. Like I'm doing all the things and here's just the tell thing. me what's PlayStation wrong. PlayStation charged me 200 bucks for that collectors. And did they it get immediately refunded? It got immediately oh, refunded afterwards. Oh, that's what I'm, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. I mean. So, so it just bounces obviously, back. Obviously. Yeah. What's happening. And so at the end of the thing, I was, uh, they were saying, uh, I'm sorry, you just have to go to another retailer at this time. The it's same like, answer I got the last time. But, like, what? Why? And yeah. I even said, am I flagged? Like, is my account flagged? Did I do something wrong? Like, did, and, is it because I ordered from, like, my address? That, like, you're, like, Yeah, I don't know. And, and they just said, we don't have that ability. We don't have that info on your account. But that's so I don't see why that would happen. And they were very sorry. Like I said, they did a great job. Yeah. But, like, get to the bottom of why we can't. I got the Horizon Collector Edition from you. Yeah. After that, nothing. nothing. What's going on? I don't understand. I've tried multiple cards. I've tried different browsers. I've done everything. So what we're their trying to say. needs some help. <laughs> is their help needs some help? And I don't know. I mean, honestly, I don't think that Twitter account was very effective. No, you know, no sure. shade toss. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, you are getting ass bombarded by thousands of folks every minute. Right. And it's probably half of them are like Xbox better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, Why are you remaking stuff. the last of us. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I get it. I think there's a lot of redundancies. And by offering another step, you kind of toss that spam as you were off to the side. So again, I, I understand it. It does suck to see, but you're right. I think their whole support system needs just a complete. They need some work overall for sure. Spider-Man Listen, if you're Master. hiring PlayStation, I'll take that job. Jadis, I will do you know anybody? To, I will bring it to new heights. Jadis, could you get a shoe? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Can you get PlayStation to talk to us? Please. 
Spider-Man Remastered on PC is available to pre-order. This also comes from friend of the show, Benji Sales. Marvel Spider-Man PC info launches on August 12th. Pre-orders hit today. Funny, same pre-orders you get if you pre-ordered the game, like, you know, back in 2018. It's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Ray Trace Reflections, NVIDIA DLSS support, NVIDIA DLA support. The La. The La, or Dulce. <laughs> Dulce? Who needs, who needs VR when you got Dulce? Hey, you got the Dulce? <laughs> Ultra wide support. Okay, Aaron, now I know why you got that ultra wide computer. Uh, or sorry, that monitor. And full dual sense controller support, including adaptive triggers and haptic feedback. God bless. God cool. bless. Cool beans. Can't wait to be playing this on my Steam Deck. Yeah. Is Miles go. coming later this later. year, too? Yeah, later this year. End of September, maybe? I think? End of September. You're correct. Oh, man, that's so cool. Oh, so great. So great. Everybody else who was like, oh, this is the beginning of the end. Relax. Please, Take a chill pill, right? I'm tired of them. I don't want to even refer to them anymore. You're I'm right. so tired of them. Nibel. Uh, this comes from <laughs> Nibel on Twitter. <laughs> Nibel! <laughs> Luna! Uncharted and The Last of Us director forms a new studio. Wildflower Interactive is a new game studio led by Bruce Straley, The Last mm. of Us in Uncharted fame, and a team of industry vets that worked on a variety of high-profile games. And they're now hiring. A note from the studio on the first page. I really want to put this out here. It, it is quoted, It seems so simple and obvious, but that's really what it's all about. Let's enjoy our work and appreciate the people we get to work with. And let's try to take advantage of our industry in the process. No, Starting a, something Try new. to advance the sorry, industry. Sorry, what did I say? I got you. Uh, try to take advantage, I oh, think you said. That's right, sorry. Uh, <laughs> starting something new uh, means we get, we get to change the way things are done with the games we make, the culture we grow, and the processes we use for both. We're making a smallish, creatively charged, and uniquely stylized games that explore possibilities of our medium. We are building a small, open-hearted team of creators that want to improve their skills and still lead a good life outside of work. People that want to hone their craft and have a say in the process, for your respected for their contributions, and be a part of the evolution of this awesome medium. That's really do cool. you need two podcasters, Wildflower Interactive? <laughs> I don't have many. Skills. I want to. I want to go to there. Exactly. It sounds like such an amazing environment to work in, and just mm -hmm. creativity, and just like a normal nine to five job. Yeah. Just like I want to be in that kind of system. And it seems like the industry is finally striving to get there, but mm -hmm. it's because of people like Bruce and the smaller industry te or indie teams that are really pushing the industry forward. When we talk about, you know, how indies pave the way for games at large, and I think there's a question about that uh, soon, but, like, I think it's really in this stuff because it's like, yeah, I want to uh, work for a 40-hour week, not an 80-hour week. You know, mm -hmm. I want to feel mm -hmm. like I'm appreciated on this team, and I think I I've seen so many indies push that bar for so many in so many ways or at least are highlighted in that way that i really love seeing that from wildflowers so i wish them all the best of luck absolutely yeah same it's good good to know bruce is making games again yeah and he's again 
he's fantastic. He has a great pedigree of, of titles that he's launched from, you know, I know him from Uncharted 2 and Last of Us. Um, so no doubt. He's gonna Famously, the, the man on the stage playing The Last of Us. And mm-hmm. also the one where the Uncharted 4 demo didn't work, Oof. and he fell through the world. I wish you put that at the end, and there will be no embarrassing moments on stage where millions of people are watching me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Uncharted one was Bruce. I know he played last one, so. All right. Kyle, are you holding on to something? What are you going to hold on to this week, you think? Uh, I'm holding on to the Black Panther Lego uh, robot thing. What is that? <laughs> I don't know, but I have a whole collection of them, and I saw it at Target, so like, you know what, I'll pick it up. Kyle, you have a buying addiction I need to help you with. When I'm depressed, that's what happens. Fair enough. I see a clearance bin, and I dive in. Prepare the drop. You're the latest steals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront. On July 18th, Dungeons of Sundaria on PS5 and PS4. The Riftbreaker Deluxe Edition on PS5. The 19th of July, Century Age of Ashes on PS5 and PS4. Echo Shift on PS5, PS4. Endling, Extinction is Forever on oh, PS4. Oh, really quick. Yeah. I think Echo Shift was an added classic game. It is indeed. It is indeed. Yeah. PSP game, game mm-hmm. brought to life. Hazel Sky on PS4. Loco Roco in the Midnight Carnival on PS5 and PS4. Also one of the classic games. No Heroes Allowed. On PS5, PS4, only villains and villainy and scum. Stray on PS5 and PS4, July 20th. Also, really quick, Endling. Yeah. Really good indie as well. You play Ooh. as a fox mama. Needs to take care of her fox oh. little babies. Nope, nope. That it's, sounds sad. It's going to be pretty sad, but it's pretty good. It's I, don't, good I don't need sad in my life. Let's go back to Wildflower. <laughs> they gave us so much hope. July 20th, Baldur's Gate, Dark Alliance 2 on PS5 and PS4. Dreadout 2 on PS5, PS4. Hazel Sky yet again on PS4. Seduction, Amongst Fate. Oh my. On PS5 and PS4. Severed Steel on PS5 and PS4. I feel like I know that game. Why does it that sounds sound cool familiar? as shit? Uh, July 21st, Arcade Archives, Crack and Pop on PS4. Bright Me- uh, Memory Infinite on PS5. Danganronpa S, Ultimate Summer yeah. Camp. Uh, you keep on telling me what Dangarapa is, and I keep on forgetting it's not because I don't respect you. It's just because I don't respect that game. Really? Uh, no, you're a bunch of wait, 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 wait. You're a bunch of kids, and it's like Hunger Games. You got someone's yeah. killed someone. There's a murder find- bear that's that's hosting the games. All right, Hell Pie on PS5, Post Good Void time. on PS5, River City Saga. Three Kingdoms on PS4. Wayward Strand. Is this a Strand game? Oh, I don't know. I'll look up. Right now, I'm looking at Severed Steel because it sounded familiar. Yeah. Tanks. It is a... It's a no, no, it's not. It is a first-person no. shooter where you can wall run. Okay. And um, How's the slide? it's very... It's pretty sick. Okay. And it slows down like John Wick style. Sometimes. Oh, give me the, the game visual. looks visual. really, really... Um, It Neons? looks a lot like... A lot of neons, but it also looks a little Tron-like. Okay. With like bright colors and, and stuff. Jeff Bridges is talking? Uh, I don't have the audio on, so I can listen to your beautiful voice, right. but it <laughs> looks like a fun time. All right. Okay. I'm into yeah, this. Because yeah. like, when you say John Wick, I'm thinking, 
I don't know why, but I'm like thinking oh, Max I'm, Payne. I'm, I'm sorry. I was I meant John Woo. Slow down. <gasps> like the John Woo stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. my god, send me a link to this game. I need I need to talk to these people. <laughs> I, need to, <laughs> I need to dot the I's and slash some T's. So I, oh god, okay. Wayward straight up PS5, PS4, and uh on July twenty second, Capcom Arcade Second Stadium on PS4. I feel like real talk, Capcom, between you and me and the thousands of people that listen to the show. I feel like every blue moon you release the Capcom second art arcade second stadium. It's always the second. Where's the third? Where's the first? I just feel like you keep doing it and we keep not noticing. But I'm telling you, for the first time in my life, I've noticed that I've said this game more times than I can. And I think I visually remember myself picking up this thing at GameStop, like holding up a case of like Capcom arcade second stadium. <laughs> I also feel like Wayward Strand it, was a PSVR game as well. I it feel may like, be the summer heat, but I think there's a glitch in the Matrix that I just noticed. <laughs> like, this is the black cat. Is, is this the uh, uh, realization that you are actually living through the Truman Show? Because I have those moments a lot. Dude, did you see there's like a radio wave in space? Yeah, I, sa- I said that before we went live. I was like, yeah, there's a radio from way outside. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, aliens! All right, <laughs> they don't want I'm anything to do the, with this. I'm dropping the severed steel trailer to you in the ooh-wee, Zencaster ooh-wee. link channel. Uh, All right, it's time for our favorite segment: the Sony Pony Express. That's right, that's right. Giddy up, giddy up. No fate rights. Simple question. What do you think Media Pop Molecule is working on, or what kind of game would you like to see from them next? I could see them working on a new PlayStation Home, ooh-wee, filled with endless customization content and fun mini-games, or maybe Sony's version of Mario Party, but let's be honest, Sackboy. And maybe a Mario Party that's good, because there hasn't been a good Mario Party since, you know, the 64. I honestly think they're just working on dreams hmm. and making sure that that has is as up to date as it can be with the, you know, the new generation of consoles and whatnot. I want to see them do something different, but like, I can't help but think media molecule is Sackboy. but now like that's, you know, that's sumo digital's bag. It seems like now, like they've just given that off to a second party studio and I'm like, I'm thinking of like Little Big Planet three, which I know is mixed, uh, but like I'm thinking of like Sackboy's uh, Great Adventure. It's such a great game, but that's also Sumo's. So I want to see Sumo them... just get bought too. Yes, I... yeah, by Tencent, which is yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hold judgment. Not really. Uh, kind of skews <laughs> me out. But um, be gone. Yeah, be gone. <laughs> that's a that's a deep that's a deep cut for pre-show. <laughs> uh but yeah so i just i want i, I feel like platforming's in their blood and being just super creative you know yeah. like making it so that you're, you're you're giving the tools to the community but i also think you're right dreams is is theirs but there has to be a point where you're you got to move away from it like maybe they're making a pc port to dreams maybe a ps5 port whatever but like afterwards i want to see you guys go out there and make the next you know, uh, Platf- ma- platform would be cool. It would be cool, but I, in some ways, I view dreams as like 
not a, not nearly as successful or exactly. So I don't want them close to close as like Minecraft, that. but like I yeah. I can see it being like PlayStation version of Minecraft where you can just create whatever you want. Yeah. Just live in that world forever and build what you want to build and stuff. Sertonis seven, the seventh of his kind, uh, writes, hi, gents for the show tonight. I pre-ordered God of War Ragnarok this weekend, and I am incredibly excited to play it, especially because God of War 2018 is my favorite game of all time. However, I realized as I ordered it that I'm kind of bummed out. It's not a trilogy. Do you think the story would be better as a trilogy or give to give every story arc its due? That's actually the thing that excites me the most. It's like you're visiting every realm. Are we just dipping our toes in every realm? Like, what's happening here? Like, mm-hmm. I know the synopsis, but like, I'm just more excited of like, yeah, it's breaking the norm of like, it has to be a trilogy. It has to be a saga. Why can't it be a duology? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, in some ways, I am relieved because mm-hmm. I don't have to wait another five, six years to see the end of the story. Yeah. Um, we're getting the end of whatever this part of Kratos and Atreus. Tell you, I don't goes. get attached. Kratos is going to die. Uh, I have a good feeling. Don't um, get attached. Brace for it. I'm, I, I've braced for it. Yeah. Maybe it's we've, a hockey stick this we've time. We've told you to, to, to grab onto something every single week. Hold on to something every single week. It's in preparation yeah. for they're going to kill off Kratos. Uh, it's going to, you know what? It, oh man. It's going to be even more emotional because of how much we hated him on PS2 eras. Exactly. They really made me love Kratos. Yeah. Christopher judge. You deserve a lot of credit there. Bravo. Good man. sir. Oof, Bravo. Man. Um, yeah, I'm happy. It's just a second. It's just a two parter. Uh, it's, we also haven't played the game yet, so I don't know if we're going to have that feeling of want afterwards of more. They could yeah. nail it and all arcs close up at the end of the second one. Yeah. Um, and again, like that's why I really do love what Sony kind of, it seems like allows of, of their developers of just like, take those creative risks. Again, yeah. I really do love the last of us part two, because they're just like, Go do something that is not just your average sequel. Go out there and do something different. Um, and so I love the way that story arc w- is handled. Um, that's what I'm expecting here. I'm ex- I'm expecting gods will die, and I'm you know I'm thinking Kratos is, is isn't walking out of here. But it's about their journey along the way. So like, yeah, I I can only reserve judgments until after we see this thing actually get played. So that's what I'm thinking. God of War. Ragnarok pre-ordered. I got time off. The ninth can't can't come sooner. Though, did you notice, Kyle? They accidentally they had a in one I, of the trailers yeah, 11, 11, 11. 11, which a lot yeah. of people are like, "Oh, is this the like?" Guys, I'm here to tell you they had numerous dates. Like, yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure they had at the end of it probably three to five dates to choose, and they picked the ninth. So, like, I think there was already, like, renders of 11-11, 11-20, like, 10-4 on my birthday. They chose 11-9. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's what's happening. So, I know it's I saw still, it. I would have liked it on 11-11, but, guys, yeah. again, it two days technically early. It's so. still uh, a little too early for me to feel a cough coming on for me to take off work. So, yeah, Fair I got to wait a little while. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Got to wait. All right. 
the last question comes from Katie. Katie. And this question, Katie, Katie's thirsty. I get it. Boy. In the UK. Take a sip of water. Exactly. In the UK, things are hot over there. That's what the kids are saying. Yep. With an AW? That's right. So hot. Uh, what's up joe and kyle in the uk this week we had an insane heat wave we're reaching temperatures of 40 degrees oh that's that's great for the first time in our country's history whoa and i love that katie broke it down thank you (laughs) thank you for us dumb americans that's 40 degrees like man i wish it was 40 degrees right now (laughs) i'm wearing a sweater That's 104 degrees Fahrenheit for you guys across the pond. And so many people in Great Britain aren't accustomed to this weather, so they don't have ACs. It's like what happened a few years ago when it snowed a little bit in the south. Yeah. There there were accidents all over the place because no one knew how to drive in the snow. And those dummies think they're going to rise again. (laughs) Two inches of snow. Everybody's driving (laughs) off the road. You know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sorry everybody below the mason dixon line but like yeah i saw people from north carolina like we're veering off the road guys you had a slight glisten of snow can you can you imagine the you know, whoever's president at the time was like hey, here's the news that the south is, is planning to come back it was like don't worry send the emergency emergency helicopters to put out fires just scoop up some snow and just dump it <laughs> mr president the south they're, they're planning to rise again uh, let's be clear. Uh, call the Pentagon. Uh, get in your F-18s. Uh, and just give them the snow machine. <laughs> it's like, uh, what, sir? Uh, I said send in the snow machine. <laughs> All right, sir. <laughs> just snow machine comes in. A glisten of snow. Equip soldiers with north, north face hoodies and jackets. <laughs> send them on their way. Snowballs. <laughs> These Morons will know <laughs> the difference from up and down. They'll be sliding all over the place. You know? God damn. Anyway, that heat wave sounds pretty nuts. Um, yeah. Apparently, there was one, like a bad one in this in the 70s, and they're like, don't worry, it's not global warming. It's like, it's always mm. been hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't know. Don't don't notice why it's really, really hot all of a sudden. Um so yeah, 104 degrees. God damn. So with this hot weather, right, here's the question. I was like, where's this question going? With this hot weather, it got me thinking, who is gaming's best power couple? Always keep up the great work and love you. Love you too. Love you. Best are we talking characters or people in games? Well, the Discord took it and they're just like, who's the hottest gaming couple? Ah. So I'm thinking like, who are the two gaming couples you really want to see you know, <laughs> well, I'm not gonna give my first answer because those are real people, and I have oh, to, oh, like real? No, 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 no. I'm talking like real humans. Characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was like, yeah, th- there are people in gaming that I think are awesome as a couple. Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, no, no, no. You, you were thinking too wholesome. No, no, no. Yeah, too I'm wholesome. Thinking, you know, fictional characters that yeah, there's like um, rules thirty four is littered. I, I wouldn't why, know about that, but <laughs> here's why Ellie and Dina is are the correct choice. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, I love their whole relationship. They're 100 power couple. Yeah. Not spoiling part two if you haven't played anything, but let's hope they're okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Last of Us. Here's our sales pitch. Let's hope they're okay. Let's hope Back they're of the okay. box. <laughs> it's either that. I mean, 
not to sound like uh, all about Naughty Dog, Nate and Elena, they've been through a lot. Their love has wavered when it meant something and they work through it and they are the best married couple in games. Okay. Uh, I love their how wholesome they are with each other. Here's the thing. I'm just going to get a little inappropriate. I know. I'm trying to keep it a little. Okay. Little. He chose poorly. Nate oh. should have ended up with Chloe Frazier. No. Uh. Uh-uh. No. 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 Are you kidding? No. Chloe's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Chloe is. Elena bad. is the better choice. Absolutely not. It's always Chloe. Always Chloe. Oh my goodness. Oh. Also. Um. Just to get those dark thoughts out for just a second. I think the Uncharted movie's on Netflix, at least in the United States right now. I think. Oh, cool. Yeah. I have it at Steelbook. Came with the ring. It's great. <laughs> all right, here's the hottest couple, though. All right? Uh-huh. Kyle, it is yeah. undoubtedly Leon Kennedy and Ada Wong. Undoubtedly. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. my. I've never wanted to see two fictional characters brains out more than Leon Kennedy and Ada Wong in Resident Evil 2 uh-huh. uh, a remake and then playing the fourth one where I fell in love with her again and like when I saw her on screen I was like oh <laughs> oh boy Leon let's go you know what I mean let's you know let's impress this lady let's save the world let's let's take her out to a nice Italian restaurant Olive Garden unlimited breadsticks salad and like a seventy-five uh-huh. percent chance of afterwards, you know. Sure. Make a very liberal use of the button. <laughs> Counterpoint. Yeah. Cloud and Tifa. All right, all right. That is a fair counterpoint. Did not think mm-hmm. about that because both of them could step on me. Uh, second counterpoint. Okay. Yeah. Miranda and Shepard. Oh my God, you're right. There is a lot. Or any Bioware couple, let's be real. <laughs> even, yeah, even the Rhino dude from Inquisition. Yeah! <laughs> I have feelings beneath these yeah. horns. Yeah. 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 There's gotta be others. Ada, man. My gosh. Ada. Mm-hmm. My goodness. All right. Have you watched the show yet? I haven't watched it yet. Okay, here's the thing. The internet... The internet says it's, it's got awful. Lance Reddick in it. It's got Lance Reddick in it. I've seen some dialogue. It does not look great, but like the reviews okay. are like, that's actually you're right. But the it's audience is going to be nuts. better than the last movie. It has to be better. That, but like, is it that what uh, uh, Resident Evil fans relax? Oh, I know where you're going with you, and I'm on your side with this one because I am. I, I just hold on with me here. Resident Evil is, and they and they say it proudly, a B movie. At the end of the day, like we're a B movie horror movie, you know, or a B B level horror movie, and that's what those movies are. They're very B movie. They're very cheesy at po- points. It's a lot of fan service, and that's what Resident Evil is. But to me, I think like when Resident Evil doesn't have the weird kaiju bosses, like when it's Resident Evil Seven Biohazard, eighty percent of that game. That's where Resident Evil is really great, and I think that's what fans really want. But I feel mm-hmm. like the the movies and shows, I think, give way too much cheese and way too much camp for people to really 
respect it. It's it's a really yeah. hard thing to respect the source material when the source material is a bit cheesy in 90s. Absolutely fair. And I'm with you on that one. At the same exact time, though, some of that dialogue does seem very questionable. Sure. That's that's all I got. Please don't yell at me too bad about that, Resident Evil fans. I love I, y'all. I, I will, will probably start that this weekend. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So... There you go. And y'all, that has been the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. And I bear to repeat, but The Last of Us Part 1 giveaway that we're doing, I want the goal to hit 300 reviews in North America. Right now, in the United States, we're currently at 273. If we get up to 300 reviews on the U.S. charts or even just worldwide charts, please, please, please go ahead, do it. Rate us five stars. Tell us why. Get, uh, give us your at on Twitter in your review and uh, DM us on Twitter or just add us at PS Reviews, um, and you're entered to win a copy of the Last of Us Part One, the Deluxe Digital Edition. So all you got to do, rate us five stars over on Apple Podcasts, over on Spotify as well. Double your chances. Send a screenshot, tweet at us at PS Trophy Room or hashtag PS Reviews, and we'll get you entered in there. Just DM us. I don't know. Listen, the heat's really getting to me right now. <laughs> Kyle, so I, I've got a lot of entries of people DMing me yeah. and tagging me, and so keep doing it. Please. It really does help us out. I got a one really nice one from a Brazilian listener um, who literally started listening to us uh, from, I think, DLC and now we are their their premier you know PlayStation oh, podcast awesome. that they listen to on the weekly. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Yeah. So many nice comments. It really does help us and just gives us fuel to the creative fire because yeah, as we grow bigger and bigger, we do get a little bit more hate tossed our way, uh, whether it be fanboys or just weird people on the internet. So that positivity really does mean the world to us when we're like you got us through our long car ride you got us through a, a tough time like that really does mean everything to us so if you could mm -hmm. drop us a five-star review there and get yourself entered to win a free copy of the last of us part one but kyle with all that said with all that out of the way is there anything you'd like to spotlight before we get on out of here as usual myself mr k-step on twitter and everywhere else uh, if you want to check out all the indie news coverage that we do over at 61indie, that'd be swell, 61indie.com, S-I-X-O-N-E-I-N-D-I-E, -E, Twitter, YouTube, all the things. We have a review discussion of Stray over there, written review. Uh, Mike wrote his review for Endling, the Fox game that I talked about already. Um, a lot of really cool things happening over there, so please go check all that out. And you can find all the stuff I do over at Mr. Batbit on Twitter. You can find the trophy room over on Twitter as well. Get updates to the show. So funny memes from time to time updates on PlayStation as they happen over at PS trophy room on Twitter. Please follow the show, whether it's on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google play, wherever you find your RSS feed of choice or your podcast service of choice, please hit us with a follow or subscribe. It really does help us out grows this big, beautiful family that we call home over here at the trophy room. And so with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody keep your wits about you. Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. Bye. Love you.